so anyway, you know, we're trying to take this all in. Like, okay, first they tell us there's aliens here and some of the ghost hunter people have come, you know, and they're telling us we got spirits. And, and now we get the Bigfoot people are coming and they're showing us these things and we're finding them, you know, in our woods. Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. This episode continues our conversation with Cheryl and Orville Murphy from Board Camp Crystal Mine. Make sure to hit those follow buttons and check out our website at allthings-unexplained.com. There you'll find links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, so I want to take a deep breath and regroup. This is a very intense um, mystery for me. Just I... Like I said, I tend to want to not know these sorts of things. And so discovering all that I did last night, I like really went into panic mode. So whew, let's talk about your guys' business because this it sounds just so fun and unique and like such a great experience. And you guys are the or the owners, excuse me, of Board Camp Crystal Mine. So tell me how that all came to be. We bought the land and we're going to put in a campground. And while I'm taking the bulldozer and making a road, because there is no roads, uh, I looked behind me and thought I broke all the glass off the bottom of the bulldozer. And come to find out, we cut through a big crystal vein. <laughs> and Amazing. Out. Yeah. So the um, all of a sudden, we started getting visitations from a lot of the Native American tribes. And they're going, this is sacred ground. Please don't, you know, and... And so we started following their lead, and, you know, thank God we did, because they are so in tune with the earth. Right. And now we have a, a public dig site where you can only dig by hand. We don't, we're not destructive, and we even limit to how many people can dig per day. You don't want to take, you know, just to be taking. The earth will give you what you need. You just don't need it all at one time. That's beautiful. This I respect that so much. Yes. You know, it makes me think of, uh, a friend of mine here in North Carolina recently passed away, and he devoted his entire life to preserving our environment and natural resources. And I am so, I respect so much what you guys are doing here at Board Camp Crystal Mine. Thank you. And there's a lot of, we see a lot of like paranormal stuff, a lot of unexplained stuff, but, you know, crystals have a lot of built-in energy. And if you're not out there being destructive, you're not tearing up the energy. You're keeping it intact. And we believe in what we call the smarter way of digging. 
and SMARTER stands for Sustainable Mining and Respecting the Earth's Resources. Mm. So, the Earth has a lot to give us, and if we just pace it out, there's enough for everybody, and we don't have to destroy everything to get to it. I noticed on your website, BoardCampCrystalMine.com, that it's hand tools only, which I think is wonderful. So it's actually just people out there doing it naturally, right? Just hand tools and, and getting in the ground themselves. And we go out and work with people, and we help them out. And, you know, nobody wants to be like a blind person playing tennis or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be swinging in the dark. And All right. But we've had, we're we're set up for handicapped people. We're set up for children. We don't even charge children. 15 and younger is free because this is a good place for the children to learn and they can take that experience home with them. My kids would lose their minds if they dug up a crystal. I mean, they are so into rocks and crystals and geodes and we've been breaking geodes and trying to find things on hikes and walks, if they dug with their hands and found one of these crystals, I think it would be the greatest day of their life, truly. They would never forget it. Yeah, and they're really beautiful when they come out of the ground. You don't have to cut them or shape them. You know, they're they're just pretty sparkly rocks with little pointed tips, and it's amazing. They're A lot really of eye candy. Yeah, <laughs> and they're easy to find for kids, very easy to find. For adults, too, you know, and so many are on the surface. They just kind of sparkle. You know, as you're walking along on on one of the pit trails, um, it's very cool, and we really enjoy it. We enjoy having people here and and having them have a great time. And you keep what you find, so um, you That's know, awesome. take it home. And it's yours. <laughs> My six year old and four year old would like this so much. Yep, they and would. that's only the crystal aspect of the board camp crystal mine. The Native American. Uh, like I said, it was sacred ground to them because of the natural energy that comes out of the ground. And, uh, you know, this is where the Native Americans came out and stuff. And they did a lot of communication with what they called the star people and the forest people. Yes. And that is just all kinds of exciting. Now, that's uh, something that they that they still currently do? That's something that you guys take part in on your, on your grounds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That that goes back. Uh, you know, we call them UFOs or aliens, but the natives called them star people, and then the Bigfoot type entities they called them the forest people or the keepers of the forest. And um, it's just so fascinating that we have learned all of this basically in the last uh, three years. Um, uh, if I can go into a little history, please. Um, just real quick. Um, we, we found the crystals, as Orville said, um, got our proper licensing to do the mining, and we opened our mine in 2012. And um, Orville and I always loved uh, Twilight Zone and X-Files. <laughs> you know, I mean, we were oh, always too. loving that kind of stuff. But yeah, you and Tim would get along very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still watching, you know, the DVDs. So anyway, um, but... Uh, you know, personally, neither one of us ever had any weird experiences in our life. You know, um, I had friends growing up, a couple of friends that said they'd seen ghosts. And I'm like, I believed them. Like, okay, you know, they were serious and I believed them. I didn't think they were tricking me or anything. And but but it wasn't in my life, you know. And, uh, you know, you hear stories over time. Uh, people have seen their guardian angels, all that. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so so from 2012 to 17, we were doing our little business, and um, you know we close in the winter so the earth can rest, and and you know we just love, love taking care of the earth. We appreciate it, and um, we want to make a minimal impact that, that way. But uh, in uh, February of 2017, um, our uh, one of our adult sons came to visit us. He had just moved to Austin, Texas, from California. And so he was closer, and he came, and it was a lovely February night. It was actually warmer than this past February 18th by far. Um, and uh, we just walked out on our property a little ways and, and um, on the hill and kind of like we're looking over the property. Well, on the next little hill, um, all of a sudden, you know, I mean, we're looking at the stars, and it's all pretty, but all of a sudden, the horizon started to glow with this white light. And... Suddenly, we all three saw like three huge beams of light appear to us on that hillside out of that white glow. And in fact, um, I don't know if if you've brought my uh, folder of the pictures that that you can look at them. But um, anyway, um, the fourth picture is actually the back of our business card and um, where it says unexplained tours. Uh, but this is how it all started. Um, we saw, my son Orville and I saw these three huge white beams of light, and they appeared to shoot up like about 300 feet into the air. And they lasted about eight or 10 seconds. I mean, we couldn't even speak. We were so astounded. And they were flat all the time. Okay. And, and a key point that we will talk about later or mention later is we all agreed that the lights were flat on top. And we assumed that the lights came from the ground up. Anyway, the lights disappeared after about eight or ten seconds, and we're like, what? What What the heck was that? Who's on our property with these massive spotlights? <laughs> and we're thinking deer hunters with, you know. But believe me, we're, we're ten miles out of, out of uh, town, and there's no highways or roads, you know, except the one out front, you know. Um, there's nothing right. back on our property that, that nothing like a vehicle cre- could create this or even a hunter spotlight. There's no way. So anyway, um, we did not, uh, you know, we, you know who are you going to call, basically, right? So um, the next morning we called a friend and told them about it, and they knew about MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network. Now, oh, Orville yeah. and I didn't follow this stuff. We never heard of MUFON before, but our friend offered to contact MUFON to see if they might be interested in checking it out, you know, and that's what they do. And we're like, well, sure, yeah, you know, maybe they have some answers. They can come. Well, Another thing that was interesting is that we walked up to that hilltop where we saw the lights, and we found some physical evidence left behind. And that physical evidence was in the form of all the metal objects there were somehow affected. We had some fence posts that we drove into the ground. We had a little fencing around the area. Some of the fence posts were actually leaning, okay? They weren't straight up and down anymore. They were leaning. Um, there was a huge metal sign that had stood there for five years, and not even the wind had knocked it over, and it was toppled over, okay? Um, and there was some, uh, like, hand uh, digging tools. Uh, Orville had been up there digging around once in a while, and he left his tools up there, and they were all strewn around. They weren't in the pile like we left them. So we're, like, scratching our heads going, like, wait a minute. You know, what? what is this? You know, I mean, this is weird. This is just too weird. 
So um, anyway, that's what actually attracted MUFON's attention. They came to do an investigation because of these metal objects. And gradually over time, you know, we're all kind of thinking, like, is this some kind of a magnetic field that affected them? Um, you know, and that's when right. MUFON suggested, because the three beams were flat across the top, MUFON suggested then that possibly a craft actually... Um, came down or, or were hovering over the property and shooting these lights down, or maybe they were harvesting crystal energy. Now, that sounded crazy to us, but it's like, what? You know, like, that's so, I don't know, you know? Um, right. We were hoping MUFON would give us some answers, and they certainly gave us some suggestions. <laughs> More and questions, they, right? <laughs> yeah, and they were very excited about it. So, Anyway, um, then moving along in these pictures here, I've got quite a few of them, but, but um, uh, we, we uh, were wondering, like, okay, what's going on here? And then um, we had a guy who was a Bigfoot researcher. He heard about it, and he came out, and we walked with him through our woods. And we be he began to point out to us we had um, these tree arches. And there's mm -hmm. a picture I gave you to look yeah, that's at. That's beautiful. Um, it's like, how do you, okay, go out in the woods next time or out in your yard, and if you have like a one-inch sapling, just try to grab that kind of at the top oh, and bend it over. Right. They don't bend. Okay. Um, and, and anyway, we found several of these on our property over time. Um, we found other interesting tree markers or, or some of the branches of trees were actually twisted. And so our friend who actually, of Cherokee, um, he was telling us about, you know, uh, the, the Bigfoot tradition or the forest people, they call them. Um, we also found, uh, not that same day, but over, you know, a period of, of a month or so, we found rock stacks. I've got two pictures there of wow. rock stacks. Um, okay, so you guys do. didn't do those. Somebody else did the rock stacks? Yes, yeah, somebody else. Something, like, yeah. no one walked through our property. I mean, we have or a something. crystal on, but it's a desert. Yeah, area. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are impressive rock stacks. Yeah. We'll post post these on our on our web pages for people to see too. But the tree arch is oh, phenomenal. The rock stacks are really cool. Oh, it's fascinating. And we have found, you know, th this has been like this has been like you know almost four years now since this all started. This all started happening for us because it started in 2017. But anyway, we have found numerous rock stacks similar to these pictures. Um, one of the most amazing rock stacks is the next picture where I'm standing in that picture pointing at the top. Um, those boulders we found stacked just like that. They were not that way <laughs> before. Um, the, the big one, you know, the foundation one, that's always been there. That didn't move. But we, we uh, found this boulder stack one morning, Orville and I did. Um, totally astounded. Like those rocks are anywhere between 250 to 300 pounds a piece. Oh, yeah, they're enormous. Oh, yes. We measured the diameter and stuff of the rocks and then we found other rocks that were that size so that we could weigh the other rock without moving these. And we have a big scale. And the, the one on the bottom above the bigger one was just over 300 pounds. Gosh. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, at first we were thinking, like, someone's on our property, you know, like, sneaking on our property and, and you know, building this stuff. I mean, you know, first we're thinking this is human, but then over time, especially as we're learning more from our Native friends, you know, they're ta talking to us about the Bigfoot, the forest people, and they're showing us these signs that are happening in our woods. 
And I mean, you know, at first this is like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I have the second picture of that same boulder stack. We actually, um, about uh, five months later, we found another rock, another wow. boulder. That was I first. mean, this oh, really that's takes the same on, yeah, and it just takes yeah. on sort of the look of a life form. I mean, you can almost see a body and maybe a face. And if you're going the Bigfoot route, that would definitely make for a Bigfoot at the bottom. Right. Oh, my. I mean, we, we just couldn't even believe it. You know, it's such a surprise. And we find these surprises frequently. Um, also, the next two pictures are pictures of arches, rock arches that we found in our oh. woods. And um, the, the first one, I, I took a picture of myself in it there, a, a selfie with the arch. Um, <laughs> it, it's astounding how they put it together. And I have to say they, because honestly, anybody I challenge, try to build an arch, <laughs> you know what I mean, with rocks. Uh, pick up, you know, seven or eight rocks and try to build an arch. It's crazy, you know. Um, oh, definitely. Uh, I, you know, it, that really uh, looks to be defying physics. These arches are yeah, incredible, it really I have to say. Yeah, and uh, we found this in our woods. And um, and then the, the, the next picture, um, it, it's uh, an arch, as you can see. And it even has a little Bigfoot toy standing <laughs> on top. <laughs> and I'm I have to say, over time, as our guests or visitors have come, they have brought little things as to leave as gifts for yeah, the forest people. And some food or toys. Well, anyway, somebody left that little Bigfoot toy on one of our picnic tables. And the morning we found this new arch, there's the Bigfoot toy. And it's, <laughs> it's balanced on its feet right there on top. And it even had its hand up like it's waving yes. at us. <laughs> this and, is um, awesome. Yeah, I've got oh, to get yeah. to your property. This is just really, oh. really fascinating. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, you know, we're trying to take this all in. Like, okay, first they tell us there's aliens here and some of the ghost hunter people had come, you know, and they're telling us we got spirits. And, and now we get the Bigfoot people are coming and they're showing us these things and we're finding them, you know, in our woods. So anyway, they taught us about the gifting table. So as you can see, we have a picnic table there. That's the next picture. And, and uh, people or we have left gifts on that table. It's a specific location where Bigfoot or whatever can come, you know, and, and get their gifts. So there's a jar of peanut butter there. They seem to like peanut butter. Um, yeah. People left peanuts, and they, those are kind of torn apart in this picture. People have left rocks and little toys, like the Bigfoot toy, right? So we get That's this great. idea of gifting. Okay, so um, then the next picture after that is actually a picture of our stage. We have we built a stage here in uh, 2013, and we had four years of um, Crystal Music Festivals. Oh, and, cool. um, oh that's terrific. Yeah, and, and um, anyway, uh, when all this paranormal stuff started happening, um, we, did, we decided not to schedule uh, a Crystal Music Festival that year. So that was 2017 was our first year not to schedule it. Um, because we didn't know what was going on. You know, it's like we don't want to put the public in danger. In fact, we even closed our crystal mine in 2017 because we didn't want the public wandering around our property. You know, like what ha we, we don't even know what's going on. You know, I don't want families and, you yeah. know, wandering around. Uh, we're you trying don't to want figure them out to, to become the metal yeah. poles. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> so, anyway, um, but. Uh, as it turned out, then uh, over time, um, oh, 
Oh, and by the way, we were seeing also like orbs of light and flashlights and lights. And so um, over time then, uh, this is back in 2017 still, you know, we invited some friends to come so they could look and see if they could see stuff. And they were seeing stuff, you know, and we were taking them for walks in the woods and showing them the arches and the rock stacks and all of that. And then they wanted to invite their friends to come. So anyway, by um, the end of the summer of uh, 17, that's when we developed our unexplained tours because a friend of ours said, you know what, you guys need to open this up for the public because this is so fascinating. So that's how the tours came to be. So we have the crystal digging in the daytime and then the tours in the evening. Uh, but anyway, um, the reason I, I, I mentioned and put a picture of the stage there is that that's where we conduct our tours. So we meet at the stage, which is in another location on our property other than the crystal mine. We meet there, and um, uh, and, we, and then um, usually we meet before dark, and then Orville walks our guests up to where that's the top of the hill where we saw the original three beams, and there's still magnetism going on there. We have he's got you know some really cool things to share with people and show people um, about that and some of the energy forces that are going on, um, and people have seen orbs and so forth. Um, even shadows in the woods, eye shine, um, sometimes even in the daylight, not necessarily oh. after dark. But anyway, after the little foot tour, then we come back to the stage and we sit after dark and watch for phenomena. And I'll tell you what, since 2017, the phenomena has increased. It's like almost everybody, all, all of wow. our guests now, especially this past year or so, has been experiencing something. And um, it's fascinating. <laughs> um the next two pictures, after I show you the stage, okay, those are a couple of our guests that came different times, and they're holding rocks in their hands or crystals. And uh, some of the phenomena that began to happen was on our wooden stage, we'd be sitting there in the dark looking out, you know, at the woods trying to see phenomena, and all of a sudden we'd hear a bang. Something hit the wooden deck of the stage. And... Um, <laughs> So anyway, we all jump up with our flashlights, and we're like, what was that? Well, we began to experience that crystals were actually, crystal rocks were actually being thrown on the stage or materializing and dropping on the stage, and they hit that wood deck with a bang, so we know they've arrived. And this started wow. happening basically at the beginning of 2018, and um uh, we, we we still, to this day, don't know what to think about it, but we do believe, <laughs> at this point, we really believe that Bigfoot exists, um, yeah. whether in actual flesh and blood or uh, maybe another dimension, I don't know. But uh, we we actually, at this point, do think that they're interdimensional, just from our own experience, and that they're able to manifest or materialize in our 3D realm and in, in a flesh and blood type body because they leave signs, right? Like footprints. Right. Um, but anyway, um, we just started saying, I guess Bigfoot's throwing the rocks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and basically, we began to associate that with their giving gifts back to us. You know, we mm. and our guests those gifts up at the picnic table, food or whatever, and, and that, that stuff disappears. Um and, uh, yes, it could be woodland critters, but woodland critters don't just take off with a peanut butter jar that totally disappear. <laughs> they don't remove, you know, uh, even a raccoon. I don't think they can unscrew a, a peanut butter jar lid. You know, I, you know, there's just these signs. Um, 
Of course, people are thanking you for their gifts in the most barbaric way. They're stoning you. (laughs) They They are. They are. And over time, I mean, you know, at first, it's very very startling, you know. And of course, you know, like any big sudden noise is going to startle you, you know, like something hard hitting the wood deck of a stage, you know, or whatever. But um, we are getting used to it at this point, I have to say. but it is fascinating. It's just fascinating. I mean, this is this is kind a type of contact, I guess. That's all I can you know try to describe it. I mean, here we are, almost four years later. We can't prove anything really. But now at the unexplained tours, our guests, our tour guests, are coming and they're experiencing this stuff, and it's happening more and more. It used to be maybe once a month somebody would experience something, and then it just started to increase the activity. And um, I guess, you know, who or what is doing this? Of course, we have no idea. But, um, you know, we, we kind of think it's Bigfoot. We really do, you know, for the most part. Um, Amazing. We have, like I said, you know, we were never into any of this at all, you know. Um, but you can't you can't ignore this stuff when it starts happening right in front of your face, nice. <laughs> you know. Um but anyway, um, so I got a couple pictures of our guests who received crystal gifts. Um, and then there's a picture of a guy kind of leaning over a chair there. Um, that's a guest. And he found that beautiful crystal he's holding his hand. He found it right in his chair. Oh, <laughs> so, my goodness. Oh my. <laughs> what happened was he got up and walked to the restroom or went maybe to get some coffee, and he comes back with the crystals in his chair. And none of us went over to the chair to drop it in. You know, it appeared. And it's just amazing. Um, so the fun. Next the not here, knowing is almost more fun. I mean, I it's it, yeah. to not know what's creating it and to have these sort of speculations and these feelings about where you live and the star people and the forest people and what have you, I think it's just so wonderfully fascinating. It really is, and we are deeply honored to be experiencing this now. Um, you know, I mean, we don't know why it started happening or how. Maybe, you know, people have suggested, well, it's because you guys have respected their habitat. You know, you didn't blow it up with dynamite or, you know, uh, um, you know, and, and did the heavy binding thing. And and so they're, they are wanting to communicate with you, and I, I don't know. I mean, that's just a suggestion of other people. Orville, you want to chime in real quick here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not done yet on my going through the pictures, but I want Orville to be able to be free to comment. No, I, I've just got to, you know, like, matter of fact, right to the point. That's it. I'm not very long-winded. But the, uh, when you can cast 20-inch prints, when you get to... You know, you're coming up over a ridge with a few other people, and you, on your cell phone, get a picture of an 11-footer in the trees. Um, You can't unsee stuff. When you go up the hill and you can hang paper clips end for end off of the fence post, that's, uh, you know, that stuff is physical. It's there. And how it's interpreted by other people is... Like I said, their interpretation. We see it one way, but somebody else might see it a different way. We try to respect everybody else's belief system. Sure. Yeah. I think that's great. 
Like, yeah, over time, again, like it's communication. You know, we started the tours because, yeah, we were having some friends come out and they were seeing lights in the woods and orbs and stuff like that and hearing these rocks drop. Sometimes we had rocks actually thrown in our direction, kind of scary at first, but nobody got hit by a rock, you know. But it's, typical, it's a typical Bigfoot activity, right? And um, so we were being taught about all this stuff. But I think, again, you know, the, the main thing is communication. We decided, okay, let's have people come and see for themselves. Number one, then we won't be the only crazy people here, right? <laughs> um, but number two, we've had so many guests that many of them have had their own experiences. And maybe they didn't have anybody to talk to about it. But they can come here, and we will believe them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We love to hear it. When people, when our visitors come on the tours, you know, we love to hear everyone's experiences. Some people have never had an experience and they're totally curious because you see a lot of it on TV now. You know, there's people all over the world that are having these experiences. And what are they, you know? Yes. Um, extraterrestrials, um, Bigfoot, I don't know. They're, they're apparently some kind of intelligent entity and they're... They're revealing themselves to humans, you know, um, and they've certainly began to reveal themselves here, uh, much to our astonishment. <laughs> and at this oh, point, yeah. we're very honored. Yeah. We're very honored, you know, and humble about it. We really are. You know, it's, it's, it's a true honor. Whatever they are, that they're, they, they, want, they want to somehow let themselves be known. Did you guys know anything about crystals before your chance encounter sort of driving on your property? No, it was all just thrown right smack in our face. Right smack in your face. But what we did realize, we moved here from Northern California, the base of Mount Shasta. We lived all the way up oh, north. Yeah, beautiful area. Yeah, oh yeah, and which is like the crystal capital area of the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And now we're over here. Uh, were we being groomed and didn't know it? <laughs> yeah. So we walked down a path that we didn't realize we were on. You know, we just, you know, it just really pretty much got just thrown in our lap, but we took to it. Right. And to me, that was kind of a strange way that it happened. And what drew you guys to Arkansas and what drew you to this particular property? We don't really know for sure. We were looking for a place to retire to and we just came out, we were looking everywhere and we just got here and fell in love with the place. Next time on All Things Unexplained. But we measured from where I was standing to where the top of his head is on the tree. And then- Holy smoke. We measured down and it was 11 feet. This has been All Things Unexplained.